You're listening to Let's Stay Together Anime Break, the subseries of Let's Stay Together where we talk about the 2019 Anime Fruits Basket. I'm Ellen. And I'm Kayla. And today we're discussing the third episode of the final season, which was called I Hope It Snows Soon. I don't. <laughs> when Machi was like, it's not fair. It's almost spring and it's snowing. I was like, I know that feel. That's literally yes. me today <laughs> and yesterday. <laughs> it's literally snowing here. I'm not happy. <laughs> it snowed like several inches but then it was really funny because like at, at noon the sun came out and then it all melted immediately uh-huh. and it was like it was almost like it was raining because this the, all the water was running off the roof and stuff it was crazy <laughs> we had like a five hour snowstorm where i am no <laughs> not as much as you did but i looked this out the window like at overnight. one point i'm like this is like straight up a blizzard <laughs> <laughs> what the heck <laughs> and then today it was like flurrying again and then it i mean it was straight up snowing for a while it just has it wasn't sticking to like the road it was just <laughs> like it's it's April. Yeah, it was like snowing like all morning that day here, but it didn't stick to anything. And then like all of a sudden it started sticking to like all the grass and stuff like really mm-hmm. quickly and then like turned into like full on blizzard. What? And then like by the time like we left that day, it had already melted. Like it was just an insane little like five hour snippet of winter so that, weird. that got pasted onto that day. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last throws of winter, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I guess for us, this episode was oddly appropriate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this episode covered chapters 102 and 103 of the manga, which we covered in our episode number 52, which was called You Gave It Everything You Had. <laughs> the episode opens at school. Like I was saying before, it's not fair, Machi thinks, looking out a window. It's almost spring and it's snowing. I don't want the snow to pile up. A clean field of white snow, undisturbed and perfect. I hate that. She notices a fresh box of chalk sticks sitting nearby. Looking at it in the snow, she grows more and more uncomfortable and enraged, then knocks the box to the floor, shattering the chalk, and we cut to the opening credits. As doing council time after class, Nao stares out the window too and says it won't be long until graduation. But you're not graduating now, Yuki says. Kim walks in late, complaining, and Nao complains that she's late. Another <laughs> senior asked me out, she says. Don't you think it's selfish to confess to someone that you have no chance with? I bet you've had a lot of trouble with that too, Union. All I can do is hurt them, Yuki says. And now says that his guilt is karmically appropriate, but Kakiru <laughs> sees through his sass. Aw, Shorty, he says. Are you jealous of Yuki being more popular, Shorty? Enough, now shouts. I know I'm short, okay? Sure, I'm still shorter than my sister. Is that so wrong? Do Shorties have no right to live? Are you <laughs> implying that height is what makes a man attractive? It's not his height or his face. What makes a guy attractive, Kimi says, is his bank account. <laughs> True facts, Kakiru says, and Yuki... They, they look sad. I don't I forget. <laughs> I didn't put that in my notes. <laughs> As a side note, his deadline was true story. <laughs> <laughs> I liked the dub- I liked the subtitle true facts. I was like, yeah. when was the last time someone said that? I feel like it's been a while. <laughs> a couple years. <laughs> now continues to whinge that he's just a commoner, not like some somas. <laughs> but Kimi sees through his griping. Now has a crush. And that person is pining for Yunyun. Kakiru adds on to this by pointing out that now called Yuki his rival when they met for the first time. Right now, Kimi and Kakiru say, but he stomps off complaining that Machi hasn't arrived yet, trying desperately to draw attention to something other than his jealousy. <laughs> Meanwhile, some other girls who have arrived to the council room let them know that Machi will probably be late. She spilled a bunch of chalk and is cleaning it up. She's always doing weird stuff. They even heard that she got kicked out of her house for trying to kill her brother. What? Tell me more, Kimi says while Kakiru sits <laughs> suspiciously quietly to the side. The girls say that's a rumor that's been going around. It's a lie, Kimi says. I'll always believe in Machi. <laughs> I'll never believe the words you just said, Kakiru says. <laughs> Machi arrives at the door but quickly runs off. See, it must be true, one of the girls says. Oh no, Kimi believed in you, Kimi <laughs> says. <laughs> That's still my favorite part. <laughs> in the hall, Machi remembers her parents accusing her of being jealous of her brother and telling her that she should move out and live alone. 
It's better for you. You'll be more comfortable alone, they say. After school, Yuki and Kakiru walk home together, cutely. <laughs> Kakiru confirms the rumors. Machi has a little brother, and he's set to be the family heir now. Apparently, Machi was jealous and tried to kill him, or at least that's what he heard from his parents. But Yuki doesn't believe it. Let's go to Machi's place and ask her, Kakiru suggests. And like the goody-goody that he is in his heart, Yuki protests that he can't visit a girl who lives alone in his apartment. <laughs> Come to think of it, Kakiru says, there was this one time we got a ton of snow. Yuki leans on Kakiru, exasperated. Can you stop giving me whiplash with all the subject changes? <laughs> but I just remembered, Kakiru says. Anyway... There was some family gathering that day, and I snuck out because it was lame. Machi was already outside. I watched her, wondering what she was up to. She was walking around, leaving footprints in the snow. Super intent on it. Round and round. Dead silent. I wonder what that was about. They arrive at Machi's. She notices Yuki with Kakiru and immediately tries to slam the door shut. <laughs> Kakiru catches it and struggles to open it with a, sorry to barge in. Kakiru practically drags Yuki into the apartment, and it's a huge mess. Kakiru sasses Machi about it, and she counters with a, go home! <laughs> Far from the reaction you'd expect from a normal person, Yuki smiles and says, This brings back memories. A sea of decay. Go home, Machi says again. <laughs> Kakiru picks up something and hands it to Yuki, and he unfurls it. It's a bra! <laughs> I love the, like, <laughs> the, like, frozen panel of, like, the of him, of like, holding it. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> Machi, beat red, grabs Yuki, also beat red, by the jacket collar. How is this my fault? He shouts. <laughs> Later, after receiving a smack and a bonk from Yuki and Machi, Kakiru leaves to take out the trash. Machi asks if they came all this way to clean. Yuki doesn't have a great answer, but starts to tape up a broken window in her apartment. Are you sure you didn't just come to ask about what my classmates said? She asks. He doesn't reply. Do what you want. Believe them or don't. I don't care, Machi says. Her parents didn't believe her. No one did. As he tapes up the window, Yuki asks if orderly things bother her. Undisturbed snow. Tidy rooms. Do you hate that perfection? He asks. Machi is shocked. Yes, she says. It scares me. Machi remembers her mother always telling her to be perfect. A perfect personality. Perfect grades. Otherwise, she won't be able to beat that woman's son. She was always nervous that her mother would be angry if she, even had, if she had even the tiniest flaw. For a while, I tried my best to meet their expectations anyway, she says to Yuki, growing more upset. But now I have a little brother, so... In another memory, her mother tells another woman that they're so happy that they have a son now. Because Machi is, you know, boring. Why would you say that? Machi asked in her memory. I did what you told me to, though. I thought I worked so hard for you. You make it sound like it's my fault, like I did something wrong, her mother says. Well, maybe it is my fault. Maybe I raised you wrong. That's not what I wanted you to say, Machi thinks. What am I supposed to do with that? What am I supposed to do if I'm something that you got wrong? You worked hard, Yuki says in the present. You worked really hard to be the Machi you are now, and I'm glad you're here. He pats her head. You did good. I never thought that someone would compliment me, Machi thinks. I'm flawed, warped, no good. She starts to cry. But someone complimented me anyway. I was worried that he was too cold, she says, that he'd catch a cold. In her memory again, she covers her younger brother with a blanket. Her parents arrive at the door and freak out. They push her away immediately and accuse her of wanting to kill her brother out of jealousy. But she couldn't make them understand. They'd already decided how she felt. I wasn't jealous, she explains to Yuki in the present, sobbing. Okay, Yuki says. Machi, if the snow piles up, let's make footprints in it together. It's a promise. Kakiru's phone suddenly and loudly rings, revealing that he's been silently hiding nearby. I'm so sorry, you guys were totally about to kiss, weren't you? He says. What? Idiot! Machi screams, and we transition away. <laughs> the dub had him going like, okay, it's on vibe right now. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> it is super loud in the soundtrack, too, which is really mm -hmm. funny. <laughs> But the snow didn't stick, Machi narrates. It melted overnight and disappeared. 
At a student council meeting soon after, Yuki leads the meeting. A boy eagerly passes Kimi a fresh box of chalk and she pushes it closer to the blackboard, right in front of Machi. Machi starts to get nervous. Without missing a beat in the notes that he's reading, Yuki reaches into the box and breaks a stick of chalk. The next time it snows, will he remember the promise he made and walk with me? She wonders. I hope it snows soon. That was the first time I ever wished for it to snow. Oh. The end. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Another day at school, Toru, Kyo, and some classmates are hanging paper flowers in the gym. Uo and Hana are also helping <laughs> <laughs> by sitting aside and doing nothing. Kyo raises them for definitely not helping and then almost falls off a ladder onto Toru, which, would be, which could be a problem, you know, what with him being a cat and all, but literally no one is concerned for him except maybe Toru. <laughs> Yuki pops in at the last minute to stop the ladder from falling, but not Kyo, who crashes to the floor. <laughs> Everyone sasses Kyo and then asks Toru if she's alright, and then Yuki pieces out for an appointment. <laughs> <laughs> You like my summary? <laughs> I love the scene. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Motoko sits in the courtyard. Soon she'll be graduating. There'll no longer be a place for her in the familiar halls or classrooms. That's what parting means, she thinks. Yuki arrives to chat with her. She nervously says that now that the moment has finally come, she's not sure what to say. She's glad they met, that she came to this school, and every day was fun, and Yuki was always at the center of it for her. I loved you, Yuki, she says, so I'll be praying that you'll find your happiness, too. I was happy here, and you're the one who gave me that happiness. She cries. I can't give that happiness back to you, but thank you, she says. She hopes that he understands. She's not trying to make him return her feelings, but just to let him know that she was happy and that she's glad they met. Yuki gently wipes a tear away. I don't deserve those feelings, he says, but thank you very much. He starts to say more, but Motoko stops him. She's feeling quite good right now, and if, she, if he apologizes, she'll cry. And for all we know, someone else might be pining for her. Like former President Takei, Yuki suggests, and she's like, he's out of the question. <laughs> <laughs> we transition to the graduation ceremony. Former President Takei himself cries as he receives <laughs> his diploma. Kids hug each other and cry. And afterward, Motoko visits the classroom. Now stops and asks if she's sad to leave. She said she just wanted to visit the classroom one more time, and as she passes him, he grabs her hand. Minigawa-senpai, he says, blushing and stammering. I always... And he pauses, and with determination, he continues... After partings come new meetings. After goodbye comes nice to meet you. So I'm praying that even after you graduate, you'll be well and keep smiling. You too, Sakuragi-kun. Be well. Thank you, she says, smiling. And she leaves. Goodbye. Now, thanks. Nice to meet you, Hiro thinks. And we transition to a hospital where he's meeting his baby sister for the first time. His mom explains that Hiro's name means a light on the path and that she named his sister Hinata, meaning sunshine. Cute, right? She says. <laughs> She suggests, yes, it is. <laughs> she suggests that Hiro hug his little sister, but he protests. He'll turn into a sheep. I've got it covered, his mom says. I'll just have to hold you both. It's cute. It's very cute. I got like weirdly emotional on that transition to the nice to meet you with the baby. I was like, I was like oh my God. <laughs> it's because I keep forgetting that the baby was, I kind of forgot that, that Hinata was coming. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, oh, it's happening. I forgot about the last two scenes of this episode <laughs> that they were going to happen. <laughs> Speaking of the last scene, at the estate, Kagura has picked up Rin's diploma. She somehow managed to graduate even though she's still in the hospital. Kagura chats with Shigure and Itori. None of them have heard which hospital she's in or what's wrong with her. Kagura, I bet your mom's advice was not to investigate, right? Shigure says. Yeah, but somehow I feel like she won't come back, Kagura says. We see Akito leaving a small house in the estate, carrying scissors, and long dark hair drops to the ground as she turns away, and then we cut to the end credits. Oh my god. I'm not worried at all, are you? <laughs> no, I hope that she, all. like, stabbed Ren with the scissors or something. This is <laughs> the only outcome that's <laughs> possible, right? Right? <sighs> it's fine. The end, right? That's it. 
<laughs> That's the end of Faruba. <laughs> That's the end of everything. It's the end of the world. <gasps> it was a good episode. Except for, well, I think that I, at first I was, yes, the first time I watched the episode, I was, I com- loudly complained to myself about the school part. And the reason that I complained about the school part to myself was because I felt like the scenes with Yuki and, and Machi, like, like basically this episode has like two confessions, three confessions, right? There's mm-hmm. Machi's, then there's Motoko's, and Nao's. But like Machi's is so much more, I feel like, emotionally like deep compared to Motoko's and Nao's. And like they get like it's it's kind of hard to describe, but to me, it looks like the the earlier, the Maji part of the episode is animated a little bit differently. Like, it's a little bit more, it's not as, like, fluid. There's not as much motion in the, the way that they move and talk. And then, like, Motoko Nao's scene is, like, at dusk. So there's, like, a lot of intense lighting. And then it's, like, he gets, like, when he leans into confess and whatever, and he's, like, blushing, his bangs, like, move. And there's, like, a lot of movement and stuff in, in what's happening. I just feel like there wasn't as much detail in yuki and machi's or like machi's confession that's my complaint <sighs> but it's okay go back and look and see <laughs> go back and look i'm wagging my finger at the my microphone i didn't really get any kind of impression like that so I didn't say anything. <laughs> it's fine it's my impression <laughs> that's my that was my impression about them but yeah we have lots of episodes that have like like almost two stories like like the first half is one thing and the second half is the other so it really bother me in any way <laughs> it's not a it's not about it's more the complaint that i have is i feel like it's they didn't necessarily give the same kind of like animation treatment to the first part of the episode overall um and then like the school part has a lot of like more detail in the motion and stuff in the animation that's my that's my take. Maybe it's a hot take, but that's my take. But in general, I, I didn't liked... notice anything, so I can't. <laughs> in general, I did like the episode, though, and um, mm-hmm. I liked. I do like. I mean, I think Matoko's confession is fine. I don't really care. It's a good like end for her character, I think, in her character arc because before she was so like obsessed with Yuki, and we had talked about that a lot. I think. And she, this is her, like, final goodbye, and I feel like she's just saying how much, you know, he meant to her, and not necessarily, like, she says she's not trying to get him to reciprocate her feelings or whatever, so it's nice. And then now his confession is pretty nice, too. It's kind of the same deal, where he's like, I hope that you have, you know, a good future or whatever, I guess, so. Yeah, I guess we finally found out why now is jealous or whatever. It's only part of the reason why he's so grumpy. He's also grumpy because he's short, obviously. <laughs> In the adaptation, there's an extra scene, which is interesting, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, oh, they also did the thing where, so, like, the very beginning part of the episode where Nao's complaining and they're teasing him about being short and whatever, that's from, like, the second chapter. So, like, all of mm-hmm. that all happened and w- the second part with Motoko. So the team, again, did the thing where they took, like, something from a later part to help, like, set up the whole episode, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was nice. Yeah, I think it worked better for... Like, making it not seem like a, re- a repetition, because both of those mm. chapters start out with, like, it's like, oh, the student council is having student council shenanigan times, <laughs> and then we could transition into the real thing. So, mm-hmm. kind of putting that all together into one, and then, I guess they sort of added that scene to make it into a sort of a transition. The yeah, scene they I added, think, yeah. 
it would be kind of weird because like it is it does just end with this like machi's confession in the middle of the episode and then it would be like now we're back at school so it's like kind of weird i guess like to go back to go direct or i guess it would be kind of repetitive to go directly into another confession mm-hmm. i just saw a, a, a like um like a google or something on my phone for fruits basket and i was just looking at an alert and there was like a, a article someone wrote that was like episode three focuses on people who have crushes on yuki and i was like that is not that doesn't even make sense but <laughs> i think if you didn't have that scene in the middle it would definitely feel like that because it would be mm-hmm. like oh it's like yuki and machi now it's like oh yuki and or like you know Matoko and yuki or whatever you know like i guess it could be like that it could feel like that but mm-hmm. yeah i mean that is i mean i guess that is what's happening i'm just, <laughs> just yeah. the theme just is more like, like transitions yeah. and moving on to a like yeah new, new part of your like personal development and stuff that was my beef with the headline of the article <laughs> yeah. that i didn't even read where it's just like no 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 it's not it's not just about it's not just about love like yeah it's about moving on and having more you know connections to new people and <laughs> growing up and getting over the things that hurt you <laughs> in the past and whatever like it's a graduation episode yeah there's <laughs> even a song yeah <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I guess, so having the extra scene in the middle kind of breaks up all the confessions, I guess, which is mm-hmm. nice. The little yeah, scene. I also thought it was, too. yeah, it was, um, like, it felt like something that, yeah. like, Natsuki Takaya would have written, like, it It doesn't feel like, like, sometimes, like, when something gets added to an adaptation, you're like, where did this come from? Like, yeah. <laughs> this doesn't feel like what the rest of the material, but. No, the characters all felt like themselves. Mm-hmm. It's like like I had a moment where I was like I was like is this did is I forget this? this part is it from yeah. somewhere I'm, somewhere else and <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of Yuki coming up and like knocking not stopping the ladder from falling but then Kyo still falls it's yeah <laughs> and nobody cares about Kyo they're all like oh my god Toru are you okay mm-hmm. <laughs> and Uohana also like setting aside doing nothing is definitely in character yeah so mm-hmm. yeah and then Toru trying to help and be like oh no Kyo's falling oh no it's like. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. like, it kind of, like, connected the whole, like, paper flower stuff from the previous episode mm-hmm. to the, like, actual graduation part in this episode. Yeah, and also, like, the setting and stuff, because they actually show in the... I don't think in the manga they actually showed the graduation. So, like, this whole... All of these... Yeah, they like, have, like, brief moments kind of, of the students all being, like, we got emotional diplomas. with their diplomas and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, Takei but... has his uh, solo spotlight for the last time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Makoto Takei. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, so like that, yeah, that little scene where he's getting his diploma is in the manga, I think, but it wasn't like the same. It wasn't shown to the same extent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't show the like actual like ceremony and stuff. Yeah, it's just like there's confetti falling and kids are reacting to. <laughs> and then Matoko's in the classroom or whatever. So yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah, kind of. I think it is a smoother transition to <clears throat> being in the classroom after mm-hmm. their graduation, I guess. So yeah, it's funny and it was good transition, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought the school song was like it was cute, but it was just really funny because it just reminded me of. That school songs exist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we talked about it a little bit, but I was pretty impressed that they like fully translated it and dubbed yeah. the song in the in the dub, like to an actual like rhyming song and everything. That's nice. I mm-hmm. um I was wondering because I didn't have time to watch the dub before we recorded. Um and I was asking Kayla about it before. That's why we're talking about it. But like uh I was like, oh, I wonder if they just like played pomp and circumstance or whatever, <laughs> you know? Because like we don't do, I don't do schools even have school songs other than we were talking about our high schools. I think a lot of them of a song. Yeah, I think a lot of them <laughs> technically have a school song, but most people don't know it. Yeah, and a lot of them are like the same, like the 
like a lot of schools have the same like fight song. Like they say, like play the whatever fight song, and it's like it's the same as every other fight song. It's just a fight, <laughs> fight, fight for insert school's name. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but it's also fight songs. It's not like a graduation yeah. song. Yeah, like, but I think it's a Japanese. But I feel like thing. I've seen. A, I've been to like a few different schools where like. I like opened up the like yearbook or whatever, and it's like school song at the beginning. I was like, I did not know we had a school song, but oh, I should open my yearbook and or see like if there's a school programs song. for something where it says like school song at the beginning of the whatever mm-hmm. ceremony. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I wonder if I have mm-hmm. anything, but I definitely don't remember singing one. That's for sure. No, <laughs> but the funny thing to me was especially is that even the little like uh, Japanese language school that I go to has a school song that they sing at all the like ceremonies mm-hmm. and stuff, and I was like, oh, <laughs> that's cute. <clears throat> It's very cute. <laughs> the Hogwarts school song. <laughs> uh, the only Hogwarts song that I can remember is the Sorting Hat song, but I know there's a school song. Hogwarts, yeah, Hogwarts, re- Hoggy Hoggy Hogwarts. Yeah. <laughs> they like only sing it during the like Triwizard Tournament thing, I think. <laughs> they do a lot of like school stuff in the first book, and then every other time Harry and Ron are always late to, yeah. or they ne- always miss the sorting ceremony, so they never do it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> I got really songs. distracted by the school song. <laughs> so they graduate, <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. Now it is not, but he was. Now you never have to say Matoko and Makoto again. (laughs) Yay! It's finally ended. (laughs) Their reign is over. (laughs) I always forgot that after Yuki became student council president, that uh, Makoto Takei was still there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now they're gone. Now our now our crew is the top dogs of the school. (laughs) Now they're the seniors. And it matters, I guess. <laughs> okay, okay, we haven't talked about Machi yet very much, except for all my complaints about, <laughs> about not having a focus on Machi. So how fucked up is Machi's backstory? How about that? <laughs> this is the first time that we talked, that the, like they talked about any of her deal, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we've heard before that she's weird, and we know she destroys stuff. Like, Yuki saw her destroying the classroom the first time, yeah. and whatever. And we knew we, there were, like, yeah. issues with their family, because Kakiru right. talked about it in the past, but... <laughs> he didn't the first the time brother? we see how... No, Did that's they... no. new, I think. New information. Oh. Sorry, what were you going to say? I can't remember what I was going to say. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I distracted you. Yeah. <laughs> you were, like, in the middle of, like, a really intense sentence. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I think I was just going to say this is the first time we see just how shitty her mom is. Yeah, her mom's <laughs> crazy. So crazy. Well, and we knew that their parents, like, pitted them against each other and whatever until Kak- mm-hmm. like, Kakuri said before that he, like, freaked out and then his parents were, like, or his his mom was, like, whatever. Yeah. Because he said, like, in the past, he said, like, he said, like, his mom, like, kind of came to her senses, and he says, like, now I'm officially free. And he says, like, but maybe Machi's not free yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, she is, but that's because she's been kicked out of her house for... Yeah. Because her, her parents think she tried to kick her <laughs> I guess not. I mean, I don't know. Like, we saw her in her apartment alone before, though. Like, her mm-hmm. mom called her. Didn't last season... Yeah. yeah, her mom called her and was like, oh, you're as boring as ever. So, yeah, mm-hmm. this is kind of... uh plotline has been kicked off a little while ago mm-hmm. but now we know why now we know why she lives alone in a, a dirty apartment and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like but it's so sad it always makes me so sad it's mm-hmm. like she tried to explain and she was just trying to be nice mm-hmm. and take care of her brother and they were like oh my god you're trying to kill him 
Yeah, one thing that they they added in the anime that hit me really hard is we see Machi's face during that scene, which Mm -hmm. you don't in the manga. And she has just this, like, loving, affectionate look on her face. Like, she just loves her little brother and was Mm -hmm. trying to put a blanket on him. She was like, I was just trying to keep... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so sad. I know. It's upsetting. (laughs) She was just trying to be nice. I don't know if they have anything in Freeze Basket Another, but I want a fanfic where she and her brother, like, meet when they're older. (gasps) Become friends? Yeah, and, like... Reconcile is not the word because they didn't do anything wrong to each other. But, um, she, he probably doesn't even know her. Yeah, like, like become, like, yeah, become acquainted and <laughs> escape their shitty family. They must, I don't know. Because Kakiru was like, yeah, I was at some family gathering and then I saw Machi and blah, blah, blah. So, like, she must have to go back and see them and stuff. Like, maybe she sees the brother. I don't know. Although this all seems pretty recent. Yeah, it seems like the brother's like a, like a toddler, maybe four or five mm-hmm. at the oldest. So... You could probably remember her, just not very well. Plus, the parents are probably like, she tried to kill you. Like, they're probably, probably, you know, being mean behind his back and shit. So, or behind her back and shit. Oh, it's so disgusting. Mm -hmm. It's upsetting. (laughs) But, you know, but Yuki understood her. Mm -hmm. And he he, he complimented her. And then she cried. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Something I only realized is... From watching the last episode in this one, like, you know, animated in short sequence, mm-hmm. um, is that, you know, like, Kyo and Toyo have, like, the love taps thing. <gasps> yeah, I know. And that Yuki puts his head, puts his hand on Machi's head all the time. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's the most important sign of affection. Actually, that's not true. <laughs> the most important sign of affection is breaking the piece of chalk. Yes. <laughs> which I find it, I was like, this is the most romantic thing I've ever seen mm-hmm. <laughs> when this scene was animated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because she's, like, freaking out. She's, like, about to, like, lose her shit. And it's and she said that it's it's something that scares her. Like, it's not like it bothers her. Like, it bothers her because it's scary. Mm-hmm. Like, it gives her anxiety. And he, yeah. like, broke the chalk and removed the anxiety. Like, mm-hmm. it's so nice. Yeah, without calling this any is... attention to it or anything. Yes! <laughs> he took care of her needs without, yeah, without making it weird for everybody or being like, oh, my God, are you okay? You know? Mm-hmm. Because Yuki is smart and empathetic. And now he knows how to people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was always smart and empathetic. He was yeah, just very... just now he knows how to do something about it. <laughs> <laughs> he has the confidence to recognize when other people are... He had the... he was able to recognize when other people were in need before, but now he's the co- the confidence to, like, do something about it. And, like, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, his emotional needs are also taken care of so he can help other people. So. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's so good. I love Yuki Amachi. I mean, I love you, King Kakiru, too. As you pointed out to me when you were watching this episode, they have a good moment. They're all there leaning because mm-hmm. they're good friends. <laughs> Cute. I do like how Yuki has, like, just, like, become completely, like, normalized with the, like, physical like, touching with mm-hmm. with Kakiru. And he's always been kind of, like, stiff and awkward with that. But now he's, like, like he's the one who, like, leans on Kakiru. Like, please stop changing the subject. It's so cute. They're <laughs> They're such good friends and or lovers, depending on how you want to, how you want to interpret any of these scenes. But they're definitely really good. They're very close. And, like, the Somas, I think we talked about before also, like, they never, like, they can't get, they don't get a lot of, like, physical affection, obviously, mm-hmm. because, like, one of their parents, you know, like, can't hold them without them turning into an animal. And then also just seems like a lot of them are just neglected anyway. Like, Yuki was yeah. just... Yuki especially was just, like, dumped with a keto. Mm-hmm. We saw that. Yeah, we did see that before last season. Yeah. So, 
yeah, so it's not like he's used to just casual, any kind of casual physical contact with anyone. Mm-hmm. So just having, like, normal friends who yeah. are all shuffy and leany and whatnot is really good for him, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, he's getting more used to it, which is cute. Yeah, so I feel like probably see. most of the Soma's, their physical, quote-unquote, affection is mostly from Akito, which is mm, not a so good source. <laughs> <laughs> I looked away th- from the microphone despondently when he said <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Yeah, no. No, it's definitely not good. Mm-hmm. Except for Kyo, who has she show to snuggle him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give him little, like, piggyback rides. Or, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not <laughs> wherever he, he, like, puts him on his shoulder, I guess. <laughs> I guess that's not a piggyback ride. No. <laughs> I was just trying to think of what that would be. Yeah, put it's him on It's weird that shoulders. there's, like, there's not really a word for that when it's, like, no. a thing parents do to their kids all the time Constantly. <laughs> but yeah so it's nice that he's more relaxed around his friends and whatnot mm-hmm. and he was i think he would have been super awkward before uh, matoko had confessed her feelings back yeah. when then you know because he was always like awkward smiling and super nervous and somebody i think didn't somebody somebody confessed to him before and he was just like super awkward like a long time ago well, like in season one or whatever yeah. well they had the bit where they were talk about it where they have the dramatic like dancing away, away. <laughs> <laughs> and then tiptoed away yeah <laughs> yeah but he was always uh he was always super awkward before but mm-hmm. i think he did genuinely appreciate that mm-hmm. she that she was happy that they met yeah so that was nice yeah and he's so charming in that scene it's like man no wonder they all were <laughs> like, infatuated with him, him. Like, yeah like he like wipes away her tears yeah. like <laughs> He wipes away her tears, and he's like, oh, it's like, I don't deserve you. these feelings. I don't deserve so these feelings. Yeah. Maybe that's because he's had a lot of practice yeah. <laughs> turning people down. <laughs> but yeah, he was very suave, and he was very nice. Mm-hmm. So. But now he can direct those feelings to Kakeru. I mean, to Mashi. <laughs> he to patted both. her head to both. <laughs> Kimi was great again, as usual. I just want to point out how much I love Kimi. I just always love her scene. It doesn't even matter, but I put it in the dialogue because I think it's funny where she's like, like, I'll always believe in Machi. And then five minutes later, she's like, oh, can't Machi, be, can't, can't, be can't, be in tr- you. can't be believe in you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they translate it out. And they're just like, they're just like, Machi, just like, Kimmy's face is fickle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, they translate out her calling herself by her first name. I don't know what mm-hmm. they do in the dub. I guess it's just. I think suit, they um you know. they tone it down a little bit, but she still does it. <laughs> it's part of how she think, talks. Because I think in this episode they had her saying like Kimmy will always believe in Machi or whatever. Like, Kimmy so. believed in you, <laughs> but she like almost always refers to herself in the third yeah. person, which is funny. <laughs> to be cute, except for we, I wish we could hear, they had more of her like sassy voice. Mm-hmm. You know, like her secret sassy voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From like the first time where Kaki was like, "Oh, you're just doing that to be cute," and she's like, "Shut up" or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, should we talk about the end? Oh, no. Well, we have to talk about Hero's mom being cute again. Mm-hmm. So good. And now he's his little sister. His little sister is there. One of the yeah. only good moms in the series. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> I like how she's like, and then I named him, I named her your hero, and she's Hinata. They're the same he. Cute, right? No, it's like, mm-hmm. it is cute. I'm not crying. You're mm-hmm. crying. I love how happy Hero <laughs> looks. Like, yeah, he does look really happy. He's probably just relieved this mom isn't pregnant anymore. So she yeah. was like tripping all over the place or yeah. whatever and he was freaking out. <laughs> yeah, he seems really happy. That was a cute moment. It was very mm-hmm. sweet. And she says her like famous, I'll just have to hug both of you line or mm-hmm. whatever. So 
Although I feel like every nice line she says could be famous because she's yeah. really nice. <laughs> I hope she does that. And then the like hospital nurse comes in and is like, why is there a sheep? And where did your son go? <laughs> it's like, um, big stuffed animal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I was writing this, my notes and I said, he'll turn into a sheep. I wrote, he'll turn into a lamb at first. <laughs> I was like, wait, not a lamb. Wait. And then I was like, how old is a lamb versus a sheep what's like the <laughs> lamb to people what how old is a lamb in human years or <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> he's a young adult sheep whatever that is yearling that's probably a special word for it knowing probably animals, since it's a, it yeah is. <laughs> since it's a a producing animal yeah you know, pretty like specific I, terms at this for... stage now it's this thing yeah exactly it's called we call it this thing so that was that scene. The last scene. How about the last scene? Let's talk about that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm also uncomfortable, by the way. They're concerned about Rin. Yeah. <laughs> Cockroach picked up her diploma and she's like, where's Rin? And then, like, nobody knows. Mm-hmm. She's like, everyone I asked you doesn't know where she is. It's like, somebody should know. Somebody yeah. should know where she is. So that's just concerning. Mm-hmm. So, and then, I mean, of course, we had Akito leaving the sketchy, the, that secluded area that's on the estate somewhere. Mm-hmm. We saw Akito leaving that sort of, like, secluded room on the state carrying scissors which is horrifying mm-hmm. now we've seen like with a long piece. black hair with long black hair who could it possibly be there's two choices <laughs> yeah could be rin or it could be ren <laughs> maybe akito just runs a, a hair salon on the side <laughs> <laughs> one of their clients is like i've decided to go for a bob i've had this long hair forever and akito's like no problem i can take care of that for you I think Akito needs um, some, a career to keep her, you know, occupied. Yes. So the Soma family are like, no, you can't. You're the head of the family. It's your most important duty. And she's like, no, I want to express myself. I want to cut people's hair. I want to help them feel beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then in the so she has a sketchy, like, pop-up hair salon yes. in the state. That's, like, really, a really sketchy sign. It's like Akito's place and, like, a crooked arrow. <laughs> It, no, it's not with a crooked arrow. It's like one of those like dark like signs with the neon like square yeah. letters, you know. <laughs> and it's like definitely not sketchy hair salon with like an arrow <laughs> pointing toward it. <laughs> Free haircuts. <laughs> uh, well, whatever it is, it's really sketchy. Yes. And we know that Akito is violent, regardless of if Akito cuts hair or not. <laughs> so that's horrifying. But I guess we'll see what happens later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you have any other things that you want to say about this episode that aren't spoilery? I don't think so. Just want to talk about how great Yuki and Kakeru are? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I enjoyed the head padding. Mm-hmm. Yuki and Machi head padding. And it was really cute. They definitely would have kissed if Kakeru's stupid phone alarm hadn't gone yeah. Actually, I don't think they would have. I think like Yuki feels really awkward going there, which is really funny. Mm-hmm. I've always such a goody goody. He's like, I can't go there. A girl is there. And Kakeru's <laughs> like, please. Yeah. <laughs> I do like Kakeru's little moments, like where he's like listening, looking unhappy, mm. like when they're talking about the rumors at school, and yeah. then where he's like quietly listening to them having their conversation. No, we didn't talk about Kakeru. How dare we? <laughs> yeah, he was, and I think he he like smiles at the end of the conversation too, because mm-hmm. um, like I guess because Machi was able to like get whatever off her chest yeah. and stuff. So he cares about both of those people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now he knows the real story about what happened with Machi and her brother. So. Mm-hmm. 
I like the sibling relationship between Machi and Kakeru. Mm-hmm. Like he's looking out for her. He keeps st- continues to look out for her, which we talked about before. So yeah. that's nice. And he's being an obnoxious big brother in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> like how he pulls with the bra, and then while Machi's grabbing him in the background, he's like, "Let's see what else there is." Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> so obnoxious, and he like pushes Yuki into the apartment. Yeah. Like, like on his toes, you know. It's really mm-hmm. funny. He's like, "Wow, so dirty." And he's like teasing her the whole time. It's really yeah. great. I love him, like, catching the door as she's trying to slam it and being like, thanks for having us. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, sorry for barging in. And then he's, like, pushing the door open. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's kind of nice that, like, I don't, I guess he's been there before. It kind of implies to me that he's been there before, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, he says, like, it's as dirty as always or something. Oh, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was cute. It mm-hmm. was a good episode. Yeah. Even with my complaints about <laughs> Matoko. But it's fine. <laughs> mm, good. Okay. So nothing else this time? Spoilers time? Is it spoiler time now? Spoilers time. Spoiler zone. <laughs> That's what we call it, right? <laughs> Welcome to the splash zone. I mean, the spoiler zone. <laughs> you will get wet you mean, with spoilers. In the danger zone? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, so we'll talk about spoilers <laughs> after our, our little music break. Next time we're going to talk about next episode, which is called I'm Home. It sounded real sad. Yeah. So I can't wait. Yeah, it was actually like, I'm dot 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 home. I was like, I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I was like, oh no. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, uh, thanks for listening. See you next time for that. <laughs> Yay. No Yay. one's going to cry at all, I'm sure. Nope. <laughs> These first couple episodes haven't been hard enough. <laughs> nope. No emotions at all. <laughs> I am a rock watching these episodes. <laughs> okay, good. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Hi. Hello. You got something to say, Bird? You got something to say? He's like, I cried. <laughs> Do you think birds cry? Do birds cry? Is that a that's a song, bird, isn't it? When doves cry. <laughs> yeah, when doves cry. That's what I, was, I was like, isn't that a Prince song? <laughs> this is what it sounds like when the birds cry. <laughs> yeah, that's how it went. I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Is it just one of those nights? I don't know what happened in the course of this episode. It's because we started talking about people carrying things and sh- people carrying animal or animals, people carrying <laughs> kids on their shoulders and <laughs> sheeps and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then we started to be nervously, nervously, um, like laugh nervously about what's coming up next episode because mm-hmm. we know we know better. <laughs> I was like, oh no. If yeah. that's how that's the end of that, then this beginning game's not gonna be good. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. This time, uh I think you still couldn't see right in the room. And I, I decided I was re- trying to figure out if I should write the cat's room. Mm-hmm. But I reviewed I reviewed the tapes. Listen, <laughs> I reviewed the tapes. You're like I, enhance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll find the killer. <laughs> when um like I went back to like the times that I knew they mentioned the cat's room. So in Cosmo's flashbacks when he was a kid, 
in Kyo's one of the, the transformation episode. So mm-hmm. the first tw- twenty episode twenty four, I think, of season one. I only know this offhand because I just watched them. So like I checked that one, and it looks like he's like inside the room. Like it, it doesn't look like the same. It looks kind of different. Like it's hard mm-hmm. to tell they're the same place. And then also like, what was the other time when Toru visits Shisho and and he tells her that Kyo's going to be confined. So I checked those two times. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see anything that looked like the same room. So I withheld, I was obtuse about it once again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Kido coming out of there is so ominous. I was mm-hmm. like, what? Like, if you didn't know, like, if we didn't know what happened, I would have been like, oh my God, did she, like, stab somebody? Like, mm-hmm. I guess the scissors aren't all bloody and whatever. But listen, <laughs> listen, <laughs> it's still, it's still horrifying. But yeah, it seems like we're going to get, like, all of the Rin stuff next episode because that would be the end yeah Yeah. the episode title is from like the very end of that which is quite a lot of content actually it's like three chapters yeah i'm gonna look oh yeah it's gonna be good it's time for the young maid Mm -hmm. oh they're just real long yeah the very end of 106 is the i'm home welcome home bit Mm -hmm. um (laughs) so if it stops exactly there it'll be three chapters three chapters worth of content that's significant I feel like there's a lot of, like, inner monologue, though. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that will be faster in animation rather than, mm-hmm. like, several panels of emotional stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you could probably put this all in in one episode. Mm-hmm. And it would make sense. Maybe they'll cut some of it or whatever, but I think, uh... And they already established Ren, uh, Ren like, finding her outside. Mm-hmm. So they might flash back to, like, part of that, but maybe it'll be... Not as long or whatever. Yeah. Because that's all in that one part. Interesting. Well, I do think the... (laughs) Yeah. Good. Yeah. I do think the, like, the fact that she's in the cat's room is meant to be a reveal, so... Mm -hmm. Like, I think in the manga you could figure it out. Um, Yeah, But I I didn't back when I was reading it. I definitely Like, when they're like, she's been held in the cat's room, I was like, oh my god. Whoa. (laughs) Mm-hmm. It's the only time they show the actual... Well, they show Akito leaving there, I guess. I don't know. But the the cat's room isn't really shown in full, I think, at that point in this story. Mm-hmm. I think the manga might show it a little more clearly during the conversation with Shisho, but I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, I don't think... Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think they've ever shown the cat's room in full yet in the series. So I'm pretty sure that we're not meant to know that she's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, I guess the biggest spoiler stuff is the Rin stuff that's coming up. Yep. It's going to be like all of the next episode. It seems. <laughs> it's okay. Tor's confession is coming up. How excited mm-hmm. are we for that? <laughs> that's something fun. Question mark. Mm-hmm. This season is going to be tough. <laughs> yeah. This season is going to be emotional. Mm-hmm. It was a great moment, though. I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. I mean, I keep joking about how I'm going to be sad, but I'm excited because mm-hmm. I really like Rin's story and Rin and Haru have a good story. Yeah. It ends happily. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's okay in the end, mm-hmm. right? Right? It ends happily. It's a rom-com. There's a lot of, there's a lot of characters who get to have good moments. Mm-hmm. Mark, mark. Yes. <laughs> Bowie agrees. <laughs> Hold on. I'm trying to find out what happens after. Toru yeah. being happy that Rin's back. <laughs> This is Shigeru being mean to Toru. Well, I was thinking yeah, after that. that. Yeah. And then There's that. their confession. Then 
Oh, you know what's coming up after is uh, Toru's mom stuff. Oh, goody. We're gonna start <laughs> rolling into that because, like, in the next couple of chapters, there's like the well, there's all this stuff. This like Toru's accidental confession. Then it kind of rolls into like her mom's the the anniversary of her mom's death and like Kyoko's and sees her grandfather at the grave and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. And it's gonna go into all those flashbacks. There's, like, the Yame with the girl, and, like, Yame and Mine, mm-hmm. and some of that stuff. That's cute. <gasps> Tomomiji! <laughs> oh, yeah. And then everything with, uh, like, Kakiru and Komaki and Toru's connection hasn't been explored yet, so mm-hmm. those are things that are all kind of, like, nearby. Wow, there's going to be so much emotional torment in the next couple <laughs> of episodes. <laughs> At least we had this one. That was nice. But yeah, it'll it'll be nice at the end when Haru picks up Rin. That'll be cute. Mm-hmm. It'll all be fine in the end. I don't think there were any others. I mean, you know, just like Yuki and Kakiru are going to continue to be good friends. Mm-hmm. His relationship with Machi will continue to develop. Yep. And then we'll meet Meet Angel. Yes. <laughs> anyway, I don't have any other things that I want to talk about this time. Now that we've rewatched all of the episodes to try to see if they showed the cast <laughs> <room> before. <laughs> now that we've done our Kyo's Dad marathon of the series. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode he was in. Well, anyway, okay. So nothing else to say then? I don't think so. <laughs> okay, good. Well, I guess we'll see everybody next time for I'm Home. And by that I mean... For sad. I'm Home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll be a good time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. Bye. There's no like, specific word back. for it. It's just like right on someone's shoulders. shoulders. <laughs> yeah, put hi, on hi, bird. Shoulders. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Did you spook yourself? All I hear is like fluttering. Yeah. <laughs> You just kept like panic flying from across the room. <laughs> what Did happened? the strawberry bite, bite back? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> now what? He's tippy tapping. Well, he just typed a U into your notes. <laughs> How rude! Uh, right at the word. It says end credits. U now. <laughs> He's just trying to help. He has some feedback on my note taking. Apparently. <laughs>